You're listening to the Dominate Fantasy Football Show. Here is your host, Nate Hamilton. Welcome into the Dominate Fantasy Football Show. I am your host, Nate Hamilton. You can follow me on Twitter at DominateFF, and now you can follow the show at DominateFF Show. I've already discussed all the fantasy relevant moves that have been made at the quarterback position and the running back position in my previous two episodes. So if you haven't had a chance, why don't you go back and listen to those episodes? But in this one, I will be talking about wide receivers. But before we get into that, hit the pause button and subscribe to the show so you never miss another episode. And please leave me a rating and review. It really helps, guys. It really does. It helps grow this podcast. And I'm hoping. With each podcast, I get better. I give you more energy. Uh, I do a lot better with editing, all that good stuff. But uh, please, I would really appreciate it if you went ahead and left me a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts because I've basically signed up for literally every platform. So I would appreciate that. Now, if you have listened to my running backs episode, you noticed that I incorporated something special to me uh, and my friend Keaton Denlay from the Fantasy Tilt podcast, and that was the Fantasy Tilt segment. And I wanted to keep that rolling into this episode, so I'm going to go ahead and get tilted right now. So, honey, what are you going to rant about today? Worst day of my life? What do you think? Don't interrupt. It grinds my gears when you do that. You have to do better than this. Tell him, McCluskey! Tell him what time it is! You don't wait that long! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! That's that's what our show is. Okay, so I've shared with you guys what my office looks like. And I've put a lot of work into it. I've added some great NFL memorabilia. I have some Funko Pop collection going. However, my collection is cursed. Okay, because I have a Todd Gurley signed photograph and jersey from the Rams. He's not with the Rams anymore, so that sucks. I have my favorite wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, signed jersey with the Texans. He's not a Texan anymore. That sucks. I have a Des Bryant Funko Pop. I have a Le'Veon Bell Steelers Funko Pop. No good. Another Todd Gurley item. It was a, it's a Funko Pop. No good. So this offseason has sucked for my office and it has me on tilt. So I'll name some guys that I have in my office that have not been affected and I'm knocking on wood right now because that would suck. I have a Keenan Allen signed jersey for the, from the Chargers. So doing good so far. <laughs> Mike Evans Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed photograph. I have a signed Dak Prescott picture. I have a signed Corey Davis photo, which really hasn't worked out for me. It's my biggest signed photo in my office too. So uh, that kind of already actually has me on tilt and that, that doesn't make me happy at all. And um, lastly, one one other one that I forgot actually that, that absolutely has me on tilt is I met Byron Jones uh, last year. And I had him sign a uh, mini helmet uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. He is no longer on the Dallas Cowboys. So again, it looks like I just need to completely rethink my entire office and 
I, ha I have some updating to do and I just don't have the time to do it right now. And it's, it's going to drive me nuts every day since I'm in my office now every day working from home as most of us are, uh, if we're lucky enough to do so. So anyways, that is my fantasy tilt this week. Go ahead and send me comments. And if you want, you know, Hey, I'll accept donations. If you want to send me an updated Arizona Cardinals DeAndre Hopkins jersey, please go right ahead. I'm all for it. I would love for you to do that. Uh, but in all seriousness, let's move on and get into today's show and talk about some wide receiver moves that have been made during this offseason. I am so glad that I don't own any Amari Cooper Cowboys memorabilia because thankfully he re-signed with the Cowboys five years, $100 million, and it appears Amari Cooper was not lying that he wanted to remain a Dallas Cowboy as he has taken less money than what the Washington Redskins offered him to remain with the Dallas Cowboys. So that's good news. This is exactly what the Cowboys needed. They keep their big three intact in Dak, Amari, and Zeke. They're still in contract discussions with Dak to ensure the big three remains in Dallas for the foreseeable future. And Amari Cooper was the wide receiver nine in half point PPR last year. So this is not the kind of player the Cowboys could have afforded to lose if they want to remain a competitor in the NFC East. So Bill O'Brien decides he wants to blow up his team and completely destroy it by trading the best wide receiver in the game to the Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins, who is now a part of the Arizona Cardinals passing attack, which is was already pretty potent uh, to begin with. So now Kyler Murray gets the best in the game on top of his already stout receiving core. And the Texans now have the forever injured Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, but don't worry. They picked up Randall Cobb and signed him to a contract, so they're good now. Um, yeah, so anyways, I don't understand this move. I don't think anybody does. It makes zero sense for the Texans, and the Cardinals come out of this big-time winners with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Another big-time receiver is on the move as the Buffalo Bills sign Stephon Diggs and my good friend Ryan is so pumped about it, he's broken at least seven folding tables since the signing. So Diggs, already responsible for some broken tables before the 2020 season even begins. Diggs' former quarterback and new quarterback have both supported a 1,000-yard receiver in 2019. Talking about Kirk Cousins and now Josh Allen. So this move isn't terrible for Stefan Diggs. It certainly helps Josh Allen's value. Allen's top receiver in 2019 was Josh Brown, who ended the season with 115 targets, over 1,000 yards receiving, and 6 touchdowns. So there is volume to be had in this Buffalo offense, as Allen targeted two wide receivers, Brown and Cole Beasley, over 100 times. Now Diggs was Kirk Cousins' top target in 2019 with just 94 targets. So with Tom Brady finally out of the AFC East, I'm actually pretty excited for this Buffalo Bills team in 2020, and I'm sure that makes my friend Ryan very happy. Robbie Anderson and the Panthers agreed to a two-year, $20 million deal, which is decent money for a guy who fell outside of the wide receiver three range last year, and it wasn't because of injury. Not that Robbie Anderson had a ton of fantasy value already, but this signing certainly doesn't help him. He will likely be the fourth option behind CMC, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel in this offense. 
Teddy Bridgewater will be under center for the Panthers, and he hasn't played a full season at the position since 2015. Anderson is a great best ball option, but I wouldn't be looking to draft him in season long unless you can get him in double-digit rounds. A.J. Green was franchise tagged by the Bengals. Green has been one of the most consistent wide receivers in the game until the 2018 season. Prior to that, he had 1,000 receiving yards in six of seven seasons, and in the 2016 season, where he failed to reach 1,000 yards, he played just 10 games and was only 36 yards shy of that 1,000 mark. Now that the positives are out of the way, A.J. Green carries a ton of risk for 2020. He played in just nine games in 2018 and missed all of last season due to an ankle injury. He will turn 32 years old before the season, and we will likely not know who his quarterback is until sometime after the 2020 draft. Super early ADPs have Green going in the mid to late sixth round, which I'm sure come draft time, me personally, I'd rather take on someone younger with less risk for that same value in 2020 fantasy drafts. There's just a few more wide receivers I'd like to throw out there before I go ahead and end this episode. First one is Bashard Pyramid, who signed with the Jets for a one-year deal. Now, I'm not excited for this signing. Unfortunately, I was a big uh, Pyramid fan, but this landing spot does not help his value at all. If you remember, Robbie Anderson was the wide receiver too in that Jets offense behind Jamison Crowder. And although he played all 16 games, he ended up with 96 targets, only 52 receptions, and under 800 yards receiving, and he was an outside of a wide receiver three range for fantasy purposes. So unless Bashard Perriman can compete with Jameson Crowder for that wide receiver one position, then we're looking at a less than mediocre performance in 2020 for Bashard Perriman. Emmanuel Sanders, at the age of 33, signed a two-year $16 million deal with the Saints, now, this is an upgrade for the wide receiver two position in New Orleans for Drew Brees and company. So I actually do like this signing and considering where you probably end up getting Emmanuel Sanders in 2020 drafts, he'll probably be a good value actually because this is a high potent offense um, and I think it's an upgrade from his situation in San Francisco. Although it's going to be pretty hard to compete for targets with uh, one of the best receivers in the game and Michael Thomas. So that is the one negative here, but he does have Drew Brees thrown to him. So all in all, it's a good signing for the Saints, and I think it's going to be a good value uh, in fantasy leagues for 2020. And lastly, another player in which I love for some reason everyone else hates, and it's Devin Funchess. Um, obviously, I thought that he was going to have a big season last year, and that was prior to the Andrew Luck retirement and obviously his injury that took him out. So he he gets to hit the restart button in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. He's a big body target. He could see a lot of uh, red zone targets in that offense. So I'm still excited for Devin Funchess. He's going to be one of my favorite late round uh, value snags in 2020. So, uh, you know, if you want to jump on board with me, go right ahead. If you want to laugh at me, I, I can't blame you either way. If any other fantasy relevant moves are made at the wide receiver position after this episode, I'll be sure to cover them in my free agency leftovers episode. 
But that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Dominate Fantasy Football Show and keep dominating. Thank you for listening to the Dominate Fantasy Football Show with Nate Hamilton. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss another show. Show your support by leaving a rating and review and follow at Dominate FF Show on Twitter. Twitter.